0: Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. We're just going to do this as we go. Now, the first thing I want to do is I want to start off on a couple different topics, some things that have been going on. This is going to be a great night. Shout out to Nita for the crap beat. But there's this dude out here, dare I call him a brother by the name of Mark Robinson, that wants to be the governor of North Carolina. And listen to what this Negro says.
1: There are Some people that were talking about reparations in this country, they wanted reparations. And I remember I made this particular liberal so angry at me because I told them right to their face. Nobody owes you anything for slavery. If you want to tell the truth about it, it is you who owes. It's you who owes. Why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took strikes for you.
0: Somebody. And if he had any common decency, this Sambo, this suspected, or should I even call it a confirmed plantation operative, you know that reparations are old. That's why special order number no. 15 was created. That's why the Freedmen's bank was created. Specifically for the descendants of American slaves Foundational blacks Freedmen Whatever you want to call it That was made specifically for us Because of the work of what our ancestors did So to tell us that we owe That's like telling all the illegals is crossing the border Hey, you owe us something I seen something today something very very interesting today somebody posted online it says so let me get this straight if you cross the north korean border illegally you get 12 years hard labor if you cross the afghanistan border illegally you get shot if now it says here two americans just got eight years for crossing the iranian border If you cross the U.S. border illegally, you get a job, a driver's license, food stamps, a place to live, health care, housing and child benefits, education, and a tax-free business for seven years. No wonder we are a country in debt. Repost if you agree. That's a very interesting concept right there. And he's talking about well who owes he's really talking about black folks well you owe your ancestors because they was whipped and built this country for free so all the people that received the financial benefits for the building of this country they don't owe anybody anything he's shucking and jiving heavy
1: after those fields were ended and slavery was ended somebody had to walk through jim crow for you
0: yeah more of our ancestors had to walk through Jim Crow, and he mentioned the field. It was the Seminole Maroons and a bunch of revolutionary black folks. It was Nat Turner, it was John Brown, it was it was all kinds of revolutionaries down there that was tearing stuff up to make sure that our folks was free. Somebody had to die and bleed to make sure we were free and he wants to try to tell us that we owe so that's your suspected plantation or should we call it confirmed plantation operative right there that's the first set of business we want to go across here now this is very interesting if you ever heard about this now they just fired Tucker Carlson they fired him. I've seen a tweet. I've seen a tweet here. that Robert F. Kennedy had made saying that Fox fires Tucker Carlson five days after he crosses the red line by acknowledging that the TV networks pushed a deadly and ineffective jab to please their farmer advertiser. Carlson's breathtakingly courageous April 19 monologue broke TV's two biggest rules. Tucker told the truth about how greedy farmer advertisers control TV news content and he lambasted obsequious newscasters for promoting jabs they knew to be lethal and worthless. For many years, Tucker has had the nation's biggest audience audience averaging three and a half million. That's 10 times the size of crying Negro network thats CNN and Fox just demonstrated the terrifying power of big pharma. That makes sense. I'm I'm willing to take an objective point of view. Y'all know how I I feel about the white media, Fox, Crying Negro Network, CNN, all of them, MSNBC, the white white liberal networks. They're some of the worst on, on planet Earth, but I'm not giving the right wing ones a pass. But you know what? If I take an objective point of view and I look at this, maybe he was on to something. Now, now listen to this here
2: in our history. The government has begun to arrest people for saying things the White House doesn't like. That's the end of the First Amendment. Speech that's been protected for centuries in the United States is no longer protected. It's now a criminal act. We've told you about the grotesquely unconstitutional prosecution and then conviction of Douglas Mackey. The DOJ is trying to send Mackey to prison for a decade for making fun of Hillary Clinton's voters on Twitter. The media barely report the story. They don't seem to care at all. They seem to endorse it. No one in Congress has meaningfully pushed back against it. So this trend continues. The latest group of Americans to find their constitutionally protected opinions become felonies are, believe it or not, an organization of black nationalist left-wingers who opposed the war in Ukraine. The DOJ has just charged many in this group with seeking to, quote, sow discord, spread pro-Russia propaganda and interfere in elections within the United States. Now, there's no evidence to say interfere with any election. You're allowed to be pro-Russia. You're allowed to be pro anything you want in the United States. That's correct. Saying things the government doesn't like, having unfashionable opinions or opinions that are out of step with Joe Biden's opinions, that is not a crime. You can spread pro-Russia propaganda if you want to. You can spread anti-Russia propaganda if you want to. You can say whatever you want, but not anymore. According to the indictment, the criminals in question, quote, wrote articles that contained Russian propaganda and disinformation. Huh? They also gave speeches and posted videos that annoyed the State Department. Here's one of them.
3: There's a discussion about Russian military border uh, buildup on its border uh, with Ukraine and how this represents a terrible threat uh, uh, to Ukraine by, uh, by Russia. Uh, but there is no acknowledgement of the history uh, that took us to this place, how the U.S. overthrew, uh, uh, participated in uh, facilitating the overthrow of a government in Ukraine that was friendly to the Soviet Union, nor does it talk about the history of this relationship between Ukraine and, and Russia. This is an ongoing aggression. It did not just start, it's, all, it's been going on for a while, but the U.S. government uh, uh, relies on the ignorance of, of, of the people uh, in this country and much of the world that's facilitated by people
2: like Zuckerberg so, for all it's worth, we're not really sure who that guy is. We know he's American. We're pretty sure that on a lot of issues, we likely would not agree with them. A lot of what he just said in that video seems to be true. But even if it weren't true, even if he was wrong, it would still be constitutionally protected speech. Right? In a free country, which we had until recently, you are allowed by definition to have dumb opinions. Most of us do, but not anymore. So that man you just saw is facing 10 years behind bars for expressing views about Ukraine that the Biden administration doesn't want to hear. That's terrifying. Does no one else think that's terrifying? It is terrifying. And to that man's credit, whoever he is, he saw it coming. Here he is at a rally last month. They have declared that black people are so stupid that it
4: takes Russians to tell us that we are oppressed. I have never known a moment of black freedom for my entire life. I have never read of a moment since the beginning of a colonial mode of production where black people have been free, and yet they are saying that we are working, we are agents of some foreign power because we
3: say black people must be free.
2: Okay, again, we're not defending that guy because we agree with all of his views, we probably don't. That is totally irrelevant. Whether you agree with what someone is saying has nothing to do with his right to say it. Americans are allowed to say what they think is true, period. Right, that's true. I'm going to agree with him on that. Hey, DOJ,
0: what are you going to do about the Emmett Till murder? Do you know there's a murder warrant down there in Mississippi? Hey DOJ, what exactly are you gonna do about Brianna Taylor's murderers? Maybe a misdemeanor? Hey DOJ, who are you gonna investigate and who are you gonna indict for the way that the money's being handled down in Mississippi with the bad water? That's what I wanna know. This is not a democracy. This is a republic. Anytime you have somebody that can just ask questions, and this brother, he's simply asking questions. He's saying, hey, listen, something ain't right here. You know, they try to call black folks Russian bots and all this kind of stuff. Oh, well, it's a bot, it's a bot, and all of that. And, you know, that never really panned out. That never worked. Another thing here I want to go... We want to go down memory lane, and wants me to reboot. But old Don Lemonade here, he didn't got fired. They broke their tool. When the race soldiers are done, like Professor Black Truth said, when the race soldiers are done, they break their tools. So get good old Ricky Rose. This 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 calls for a little bit of, you know what this calls for. This calls for Oh, this this definitely calls for this This calls for this, man We got to Yes, absolutely This calls for a soundtrack This calls for a soundtrack Because old oh, Don Lemonade got fired on his day off so Ricky Rose he decides to offer Don Lemonade a new job at the Wingstop restaurant he says I'm going to make sure I get you right in front of that grill brother He said, I just found out Don was terminated from CNN. Damn, Don. But guess what? Our brothers got your back. We hiring a wing stop. And for some reason, I believe you know what you're doing with them lemon pepper wings. So, man, just send me over your resume. I'm going to make sure you get in front of the grill, brother. Stay solid. Oh, there's actual audio to this. Just
1: found out Don Lemon was terminated from CNN. (laughs) Damn, Don. But guess what? The brothers got your back. We're hiring it at stop, And for some reason, I believe you know what you're doing with the lemon pepper wings. So man, just send over your resume. Well, it was 17 years, <clears throat> But I'm gonna make sure I get you in front of the right grill, brother. Stay solid, brother. Just came up with a wonderful idea. Well, really, Don, you helped me come up with this, but I need to hit the team over at Rapstar Energy Drink and let them know should introduce
0: and you know what some people say well that's that's distasteful he's trolling you know what i don't give a damn let's take how about we do this let's take a stroll down the the let's take the liberal limousine down memory lane Let's do that. I want to take a little stroll down memory lane. Let's do that. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. Very much. The first day he took
4: over, the first moments he took over. And tonight he sounded very
5: frustrated, sounded very tired, and he's, he sounds worn and weary because he tried everything to, as he said in that press conference, to allow people
0: to demonstrate peacefully. And as Ed said, civil disobedience. How about this? Memory lane.
6: Run. By, by what, that's
2: not what
7: happened. My, that's, what, that, I, I, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly point. what happened. No, you're
2: not, because you're Yes, talk, I am, you. I'm you're gonna talking. Let you finish your point. No, let me finish my point before you talk. Okay, let me, let me finish I my point address,
4: before you talk. I wanna address can something you, said you well, We don't have to no, have an no, interview no, okay, if I can't okay. talk.
2: I, I can't
4: talk. We don't have to have an interview. Correct. Okay, let me okay,
6: come to my you point. Talk. Talk? Well, you're you're you're, you're I'm interrupting me. That's and what happens. Where you were,
4: and police say you're not seeing everything that happens that goes on. You can't see everything. I'm that only telling you now. my perspective. Can I finish so, telling so, you so, my so, perspective, so, okay. and but then yes, you can you respond? Because that's how you now, have a conversation. I understand that. You and to have a conversation. You have to listen to me as well. Okay. Well,
6: let me just explain something. I would listen to you if you had the decency. Let me finish. If you had the decency to greet me, to greet me, the decency. I invited you to come. All right. Let me tell you what happened. You didn't invite me. Uh, uh, Nicole invited me. First okay. of all, you came up to you came up. You didn't even say nothing to me. You were on your phone the whole time. You asked how to well, prepare- They
0: break their tools. I'm telling you, they break their tools. Don Lemonade. Let's take the let's take the limber the let's take the liberal limousine down lim- memory lane. Let's take it. Hold on. No, oh, I'm going to bring the receipts. Lemon. Lemon had some slick words to say about weed in Ferguson. Y'all remember that? Do y'all remember that?
8: We have heard gunshots this evening, a couple during the prosecutor's announcement, Bob McCullough's announcement, and then just about maybe a minute, two minutes ago, just before you went to uh, Jason Carroll, we heard a gunshot, and then people started scattering, and now they're moving back, and we're watching people. um, They're on top of uh, the roofs of cars, the tops of cars, and um, obviously there's a smell of marijuana in the air as well. Uh, We're going to have to move back here in a second. There's a big volley now of it couple of dozens. Did you hear smell, that? There's a smell of marijuana in the air as well. Obviously, there's a smell of marijuana in the air as well.
7: Mm.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Black man gets killed. Your concern is marijuana in the air. As if you ain't never been around no niggas down in Missouri smoking a fat one. Interesting. Uh, We're going to have
8: to move back here in a second. There's a big volley now of it. A couple of dozens.
0: Uh, We don't know what that sound was. There was some gunfire before. Hey, Black Lives Matter. Y'all remember Ferguson? Remember all the money you stole? Let's take another trip down memory lane.
5: Try to come say, oh, he's just homophobic. He hated man. My my auntie been married to a woman since man since forever. Like, I don't agree with the lifestyle because I don't see a long term benefit of it. You can't reproduce when you when you messing with a woman, mess with a woman, a man, mess with a man. Yes, sir. But that don't mean I hate you because you. I don't hate you for it. Man,
0: rest in rest in heaven to our brother Darren Seals. That was a righteous brother. Rest in heaven to Darren Seals. He was a rider. They found him burnt up. No investigation. No investigation. Your bootlick Negroes like Roland Martin, Joy Reed, ain't none of them said nothing. Nothing. The underground, we've been covering that. Didn't say nothing. Darren Seals was a righteous brother. He wasn't no Sambo. He wasn't no bought and paid for Negro. All you Black Lives Matter corporate ass niggas. He called
5: you out building this little campaign off the shit they try to run for office Buffer for he use none of the money to help I heard it go this week, connection shit. Yeah, right, we back but uh, And he was he used none of the money to help Ferguson none of the money to help the Brown family. I mean he was just co- collecting it, you know building this little campaign off the shit they try to run for office and all of that the whole shit was a scheme, and I seen it. I seen it early, because I've been in St. Louis my whole life. Cops kill niggas here every day. People die here every day. Why all of a sudden, all these people come in like, they, like, like, like pretend they care about it so much all of a sudden. It was my whole mentality, like, where the fuck y'all come from? Where all this fake love come from? You know what I mean? If you weren't here before the media, I, I ain't take you serious. I don't get for who you was. Tyler they seen it,
0: and that's my point. He seen it for what it was, and and he was murdered for it. He seen it for what it was and he was murdered for it. You have some white lady up here. Let's take another trip down memory lane before we continue. Philando Castile. When that brother was murdered, this white woman got like a hundred bands. What was her name? What was her name? Let's get her name out there. Let's, let, let's get her name. She had to give the money back. Yeah, New York Times. Pamela Fergus. Raised it to pay off student lunch debt was not used as intended. White liberals. $120,000. She didn't do no jail time. The office of Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison reached a settlement with Pamela Fergus, who organized a fundraiser called Philando Feeds the Children, said that they would use the money to pay off student school lunch debts. Never mind all the illegals crossing the border and come up here. Shout out to Minnesota being a sanctuary city. Never mind that at all. Philando Feed the Children. Miss Fergus? Failed to account for 120 bands of the 200 that she raised. So this broad raised 200 bands. 80 bands was donated to St. Paul Public School. Where's the rest? She got to pay the rest of the money back. In the next two years, part of the settlement, which did not require an admission of guilt. Miss Fergus, psychology professor at Metropolitan State University. She created the fundraiser. Also blocked from ever being in charge of charitable money again, according to the settlement. Filed in Ramsey County District Court. Her lawyer did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The attorney general's office said that the repayment repayment would be used to pay off student lunch debts. Bullshit. Mind the store. Keith didn't want to charge this broad. Had it been some nigga over north, they would have gave this. They would have gave. If that would have been, quote, quote, show nika over north, they would have gave her ass five to ten. She would have been sitting up in Red Wing right now. They started this fundraiser in August 2017 with a modest goal of five bands to pay off the lunch debts at J.J. Hill Montessori. The elementary school where worker still worked. She ended up getting over $200 that was deposited in her personal bank account. Now, under this settlement, she's required to pay the state $400 a month from June from June to February 2024. She then must pay roughly 111 dollars on or before March 3rd, 2024, at which point she is expected to have access to her retirement funds. If she does not meet these payments, she's immediately liable for the entire amount owed. Mr. Ellison said in a statement that Minnesota saw an influx in donations in recent years as the state became a national epicenter of activism and fundraising for social and racial justice. Damn social and racial justice. This is for for black folks. The descendants of the slaves is being murdered. Not your lettuce, bacon, and tomato pronoun, motherfucker, that all of a sudden wants a sex change. No. No. Not at all. But I I wasn't bullshitting. I just happened to be talking when we went to, when we took a liberal limousine trip down memory lane. I just happened to be talking, and I said, "Let me pull this up real quick." Didn't get no jail time. Didn't get no jail time. They let these white liberals do whatever the hell they want up here in this state. Sanctuary for illegals, sanctuary for buck dancers, sanctuary for everybody, everybody, but foundational blacks. And if you really look at what happened to Philando and all these other cases, these ambulancing, chasing Negroes and these white liberals up here, I'm telling you, it all started down there. It really started with Trayvon. Once they found out they could try to get something going, Trayvon. And then they said, okay, Ferguson, that's what really got him. Ferguson. They've been, they've been kicking this up for a
5: minute. Ali, any of the other motherfuckers, I really ain't take none of them serious because at the end of the day, y'all came because of the media. End of the end of story. The CNN ain't show up. None of them motherfuckers would have cared about Mike Brown. So, I, I really wasn't tripping off the shit they was doing. But I just noticed, like, man, these cats is really building a whole fucking campaign off our shit and, and soliciting all these funds off our shit. And then... Black folks, you know, we ignorant to a lot of this type of shit because we ain't into that. So when they when they started the hashtag Black Lives Matter, it was so catchy that everybody shared it. Everybody started saying it, and it became so fucking big, so large. People actually thought, like, oh, this just a catchy hashtag, but we did Yeah, they made millions. Them
0: sambo-ass broads licking on each other's assholes. They made millions. Take a look at the leadership. These were straight black men that got killed. And you get some ass licking bitches from I don't know where they came from. Some of them ain't, some of them, their people ain't even from here. Some of them little broads, their people ain't even from the, 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 the their ancestors ain't even from the American killing fields of the South. Collecting all that damn money and want to start talking about lettuce, bacon and tomato pronouns, all this stuff ain't got nothing to do with a black man getting killed by the race soldiers. Not nothing. Taking a trip down memory lane, push it to the limit. Taking a trip down memory lane. Don Lemonade, I don't feel sorry for that nigga. Why should I? Why should I feel sorry for Lemon Lemonade, for Don Lemon Lane? Why should we feel sorry for him? You've been buck dancing and cooning forever. Another trip down memory lane. Oh, we're going to get into it tonight. Do you remember when I'm not black, I'm a Christian, Roland Martin told the millennials to vote or shut up? Talk about you can't be concerned about critical issues and not realize that it is also an impact about who put in office. Well, there's a big reparations movement going on, rigor mortis rolling, rigor mortis rolling in the dead black media. There's a big reparations thing going on. I'm I heard. I'm pretty sure you, you heard about it, you rotisserie turkey. And guess what? Ain't nobody came out to vote yet, including me. Ain't nobody went to the polls yet. He told his viewers, especially those between the ages of 18 to 35, you can't run your mouth talking about, oh, the candidates are not appealing to us. They're not speaking our issues. Martin explained the politicians running for office typically target older voters because they are more likely to come out and vote on election day. Yeah, they come out and vote because they just want to troll. Them niggas want to come out and act like they're doing something. He added, candidates seeking public office don't have to spend as much time trying to excite somebody who is young versus older seasoned voters. With well, all you Negroes, you old-ass niggas then went to go vote and break your neck to go vote and you say, well, we don't vote, ain't nothing gonna change. Well, y'all niggas been voting for forever and ain't a damn thing changed. Black folks went to the streets and toast some shit up and Chauvin went to prison. Potter, looking like a Harry Potter demon, that broad just got out of prison. Now she should have gotten more time for killing Dante because she was a training officer, but that didn't need no vote. Rigor mortis Roley that didn't need no vote. Nobody went to go vote over that. Niggas basically said, Hey, your stores uptown going to be towed up. Minneapolis is going to be in shambles. Somebody going to have to go to jail. Cops don't do no man. Cops don't normally get convicted. Philando's uh, Philando's killer there didn't even get convicted, but Minneapolis didn't want to lose the bread. Now he said at at some point, millennial voters are going to have to quote, wake the hell up and realize no one is going to pay attention to you unless you actually go to the polls and vote in large numbers. Well, listen, you fat bastard. Nobody's going to the polls in large numbers. The Democrats were complaining about that. This last election. This last election. I had a conversation with my grandmother and I was telling her, I don't respect no man that believes in artificial insemination. You want to play God. This dude was up here talking about, well, black men should sell their souls. Literally sell their genetic Legacy for $130 bucks for artificial insemination. The black media covered this not too long ago. I was telling my grandma about this. She was like, I don't believe in that. I said, yeah. I told her, I gave her a list of all the bought and paid for Negroes. All of them. I said, anytime you see the white media covering them and in, 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 in heavy regard and giving all this coverage, you got to watch them. Your spidey sense should be tingling. I broke down the 94 crime bill for her. Told her about rigamorters rolling. Fuck it, I'm gonna just name these niggas names. Um, Dyson, uh, old girl in the Cadillac commercial that Tamir Rice mom called out. Can't remember her name. Um, yeah, she's one of them. These Negroes down there with the fake Dr. King accent down in Tennessee didn't have nothing to say about making Tennessee when. They were trying to steal the black folks land Macon, Tennessee Ford plant. Let me find it. Uh, they didn't say nothing about this comptroller to take over majority black town of Macon, Tennessee over investment in West Tennessee. Some race soldier basically said that black folks, we can't, we can't figure stuff out on our own 1500 people in this majority black town future site within five miles of the future site Blue Oval City a Ford electric truck and battery plant that represents one of the largest manufacturing investments in the state history where the uh, where, where what do these Negroes have to say what do these Negroes have to say I don't even remember their damn names.
3: Here's one I think of them. the thing that it was a key message was that this is not a moment; it is a movement. That's right. And that what is going to transform this system is going to be continued people pressure. That's right. We come from a state where we have an NRA endorsed governor calling a special session on guns. Something that's- he keeps
0: talking about guns, but all of the people that's
3: been killing these kids are
0: white supremacists, and he hasn't—he has yet to say that name. He keeps talking about gun control, nigga. Where were you at when making? Where were you at when Macon, Tennessee, was about to lose their town to the Ford plant? Where were you at with that? Tennessee Comptroller Jason Mumpower. Where were you at with that? You say anything about Mumpower? I don't believe you did. They're too busy pushing LGBT agendas. Bringing in. Infant-sized coffins, but won't call it out.
3: We're fortunate to have the chance to meet with him tomorrow. It is also to think about beyond executive... Nigga,
0: board. what happened to your Dr. King accent? What happened to your Dr. King accent, Brothers, nigga? What
3: other authority exists within departments and agencies uh, that the president is ultimately responsible for that can call for a public health emergency, that can call for resources... what is his
0: fake-ass black power afro, that shit's probably glued on with some nylon. What happened to your Dr. King accent?
3: To go into communities that are feeling the uh, harm of the epidemic of gun violence the most in order to get mental health resources, in order to get gun prevention resources to those places as well. I think there's a really a holistic approach that has to be taken that isn't just addressing guns, but it's addressing how we prevent gun violence and how we support communities that are suffering because of the inaction of people like the so he,
0: So this happened two days ago. He runs out there. He's about to go and meet Jim Crow Joe. he's about to go and meet Jim Crow Joe let's take and he's talking about he's about to re he's about to get reelected looks like Joe Biden has who will be Joe's run interrupted by someone Joe's talking about Joe's talking about re-running
7: it is the phrase that apologize saying you, you have- ain't black is all over social media and major news outlets the trump campaign is even selling you ain't black t-shirts for 30 bucks online
5: you ain't black
7: Presumptive democratic nominee joe biden made the comment while on the popular radio show the yeah, you ain't club black in
0: my, and i don't want my kids going to a jungle i don't want my kids going to a jungle y'all remember that I just want y'all to remember that. I also want y'all to remember this. Let's go all the way down memory lane. We ain't did this in a while. Let's go all the way down. Let's go all the way down.
8: Providing, if you take a look at the crime bill, of the money in the crime bill, the vast majority went to reducing sentences. Really? Diverting people from going to jail for drug offenses into what I... I came up with the drug courts, mm-hmm. providing for-
0: I came up camps. with the drug courts? You heard that? You heard what that?
8: Hurting people from going to jail for drug offenses into what I, I came up with, the drug courts, mm-hmm. providing for boot camps instead of sending people to prison so you didn't relearn whatever the bad thing that you know got you there in the first place. Put 100,000 cops in the street. When community policing was working, neighborhoods were not only safer but they were more harmonious
0: and what is that why your son smokes crack joe just asking questions crack crack biden is that why your son smokes crack he didn't never do no no time for smoking all that crack with them prostitutes He was weighing crack. i seen the scale. Somebody had Biggie playing. The Ten
9: Crack Commandments. Y'all remember that? Now today, more videos of Hunter Biden's antics have come to light. Many of them are simply too obscene to play here or even to describe. This guy, for reasons I'll never understand, films himself doing the creepiest things, including arguing with a woman about the size of his crack stash.
7: <laughs> I just out the bag.
0: Oh, look at all that crack. Jimmy Crack Corn.
9: 2.
0: 06. Oh, that's a lot of crack. Zero seven Without the bag. So power- 2.0... 0- according
9: to joe biden that's the smartest man he knows is he really said that and talking about the big guy remember what joe biden said about those who are found with even a small amount of crack
8: if you have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that i'm holding in my hand one quarter of one dollar we passed the law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others. Now m- mind
0: you, Strom Thurman was a known Klan member. Shout out to you Biden butt kissers. If You're caught with that.
8: You go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice.
9: Five years minimum. But I guess that was for the poor kids in the projects, not the entitled fail sign of a U.S. senator, vice president, and now president.
0: Mm. Yeah. As we go along, Joe.
8: When the reason why the cops originally opposed my 100,000 cops for this community policing mm-hmm. piece is because it's high-intensive and it means they got to get out of their cars.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: So they literally got out of their cars and learned who owned the local... Drugstore.
0: Oh man! Oh man! Oh what was I ain't giving Joe Biden cover? Look at this nigga.
10: Charles Rangel was leading the charge on that bill, uh, and and this bill did some significant things. Number one, it took the mandatory minimums off of first time offenders that was put on in 1988. Secondly, it instituted an assault weapons ban. Thirdly, and so all of this idea
6: that
7: more people should be in prison. Do you ever think about that, that your support for this bill may
0: have... This is Negro Clyburn, Clyburn, plantation whip Clyburn. Clyburn. Yeah, I think
10: about that. I just don't think that's true. Suppose we had 688 stay in place. Do we get any credit for what we did? Or do we keep listening to this foolishness? And that's all it is, it's foolishness.
0: Plantation
9: Whip Clyburn. Oh, Clyburn again. Joining me now is South Carolina Democratic Congressman and Assistant Democratic Leader Jim Clyburn. He is also, of course, a Biden campaign co-chair and was instrumental in turning around President Biden's campaign during the 2020 primary. Congressman, thank you so much for being here.
10: Oh, thank you very much for having me.
9: I want to get your reaction to what we saw in President Biden's announcement video he seemed to put the and they the focus. got jango
0: unchained this yeah this is this is your number one plantation negro oh he's going to be right out in front
9: on former president trump going after ultra maga republicans a lot of people saw it as taking a page from his playbook in 2020 are you comfortable with that strategy is it a winning strategy
10: well i'm very comfortable with the president contrasting himself with the MAGA republicans and that one in particular, but and I'm that
0: also- one in particular this nigga. Oh man. I tell you, I tell you now shout out to Marcel Dixon. Gullah Geechee nigga. Shout out to that brother from the sixth district. Why he was challenging Jim Crow Clyburn.
3: Oh, this Trump, yeah. Trump, 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 Trump. got to get a, him out. Anti-blackness
0: Look. didn't exist before Trump. Apparently. It was exactly, good Before it, then,
3: apparently. Exactly. But, um, and if you making some headway with the 50 and ups, awesome. But w- for the for the record, what is gonna make you different than Clyburn? What 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 are you gonna say about,
1: you know, let's let's start with the Congressional Black Caucus, right? Let's say you elected. What are you gonna do different in the Congressional Black Caucus? Because right now, for what we see, and I say this before and I'll say it again. If it's going to continue to run like this, like a basically a congressional immigrant and people of color caucus, exactly it's disbanded. But what do you do if you would be elected? Well, first of all, and um, I don't want to be graphic, but hell with the congressional black caucus, yes, they've sir. already made
6: it very clear for whom they stand, and it's apparently not us. And if the they com- have a problem with my statement, how about they change my mind by showing me we. Black Americans who are descendants of those who were enslaved by the American government. Show us where your main concern. What I plan to do the moment I get to Congress is start
3: a reparations caucus.
0: Yes, sir. See, that's the difference. You have the House Negroes and you have the field Negroes. And you know, I don't really I, I don't you know, I don't get into the voting shit. If I was in South Carolina, Marcel Dixon would have had my vote. Judge Joe Brown would have my vote in Memphis, Tennessee right now. I'm not going for this people of color, sanctuary city, oh, illegals and all that. I'm not going for none of that. No, 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 no. Cut me my damn check. My great-great-grandma worked hard in them damn fields. Cut me my damn check. I want all of it. All of it. Every single dime. I'm telling you, go down memory lane. Listen to this case. Listen to this case by the sun. Yet another reason why we need reparations. You can't even go to work. Oh, damn it. Shit. My bad. He's showing these little four-wheelers. They look kind of dope. These Outlander 2023s. Got these rednecks working on them in the farm. I could dig that. All right, here we go.
11: I had seen him pull out a gun and I said, that's why I was like, we got to go. We got to go.
3: It was a routine delivery, but this one was different.
11: I was scared. I'm not going to
3: lie. It turned dangerous.
0: Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is a Florida couple in Broward County. They were shot at multiple times while doing an Instacart delivery. I never thought about shooting at anybody that was delivering my Instacart. Never. And if they delivering it to somebody else and they got the wrong house, I ain't tripping. Just like that young brother down there in Kansas city, Missouri, in which the race soldiers TMZ said that his grandfather, the race soldier that shot that Liberian kid, which I believe that their parents ain't really pushing the line because one of them is married to a white man, but we'll leave that off to the side. The young brother's alive and well. He's at home. Um, but man, his people was not really that, that just goes to show that if you're a black person and you just happen to knock on somebody's door, hey, excuse me, sir, I got a wrong, I got on the wrong door. Boom. And somebody blows you away. They were delivering. Beautiful sister, beautiful, beautiful uh uh black couple right here. Matter of fact, I might use that as mine. Let me save this here. Here we go. There we go. We'll use that. Um, beautiful black couple here. Diamond D'Arville Walked into the shooter's property, mistakenly thinking it was the house that ordered the groceries they were delivering. Wall, uh, Wall Days Thomas was with the woman. Um, a male homeowner demanded to know who the couple was and then pulled up behind him in his truck. And, uh, the hourville said, I seen him pull out a gun. And that's when I said, we got to go, we got to go. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. The pair's car was struck by several bullets, prompting them to pull over to call the Davie police department. We were there for Instacart. We were trying to tell him and he went about it the wrong way. Instead of just calling police saying I have tr- trespasses on my lawn. He decided to shoot. The Arville said an investigator asked if we wanted to prosecute and we agreed to do that. But he said that since they didn't break any laws or do anything unlawful, they couldn't do anything because we were on their property. It's just not right. Even if you have a gun, I understand you're trying to protect your family, but you ain't got to come outside shooting. See, that's, that's the average, uh, a smart person is going to think that way. A logical person is going to think that way. A race soldier is not. She added, we're telling you, we're telling you what we're here. We're trying to leave and you're blocking us. It could have just been on our way and just made it, and they made it bigger than what it was. Let's see if we could go to the website. Let, let's go. Okay, maybe we can. Okay, so this, this is on WFLA.com. Florida couple delivering Instacart grocery shot after driving to wrong address. There were, look, there was some t- There were some people, I ain't gonna lie, where I seen couples delivering groceries. And you know, that's the thing. You know, he's like, okay, well, I wanna make sure I'm with my woman because, man, people are doing all kinds of stuff, kidnapping women and doing stuff like that. So I can understand that. Okay, let's see if we got it here. Come on, skip ad. There I we go. I had seen
11: him pull out a gun and I said, that's why I was like, we gotta go, we gotta go.
3: It was a routine delivery. But this one was different.
11: I was scared. I'm not going to
3: lie. It turned dangerous. Waldus Thomas says he was delivering groceries for Instacart Saturday. His girlfriend, Diamond Darville, was with them. They say they were on the phone with the customer trying to find her address, but ended up at another home. And
0: you, you could look at this black couple and you could tell this is a good regal black couple. These are some real good brothers and sisters. They were there on good faith. Doing their damn job, I've seen situations where it was FedEx drivers, UPS drivers, and race soldiers are berating them, trying to attack, basically trying to figure out a way if if they could try to lynch these brothers. People think that you have to to, uh, necessarily throw somebody on a tree to lynch them. No, that's not true. Not true at all. And the thing about it is, is they were doing their job. Instacart should make a statement. They got lawyers. They should take that up because that's the company that represents them. If I'm doing my job and I'm delivering something and I happen to get on the wrong, uh, if I happen to knock on the wrong door,
3: that doesn't mean you just come out with the blades blades of glory. On Southwest 178th Avenue in Southwest Ranches, as they were about to drive off the property, they say they saw a flashlight.
11: It's like going, he's like, um, who are you, who are you, da-da-da, and we're saying, like, we're with Instacart, we're with Instacart.
3: Darville says they thought this was the person they were supposed to deliver to, but he wouldn't have done that. Turn. He wouldn't he get- have done that if that was a white
0: man. Let's be very clear, he would have not done that if that was a white man.
11: It's in his truck and reverses, like, our car is here. And, and wait a like, minute, let's put, take another
0: up. trip down memory lane. Do you remember that Sambo that I was playing that wants to be the North Carolina governor? A person like that, black faces in high places, what Neely Fuller talks about a lot. That's dangerous. That was the guy that when you were trying to get off the plantation, you got to keep in mind when John Brown and Turner and when Harry and General Tubman showed up to the plantation, like I'm trying to free you. You had a few Negroes talking about, well, you know, master gonna get mad. I don't wanna leave. I'm free, eating my butter biscuit right here. You had some Negroes like that that didn't want you to be free, and they didn't want to be free. So you'll have a situation like this while he's telling you, well, you owe reparations. The, the the special order 15 wasn't true. General Sherman wasn't true. The Adams onus wasn't true. You as young black folks, you owe reparations. Talking about oh, I was talking to a liberal. Radical Republicans passed Special Order Fifteen. Andrew Jackson shut it down through the Seminoles and everything. When I think it was Quincy Adams when he became president, he gave Andrew Jackson, uh, you know, pretty much sent him in to, to do his thing in Florida, so he could rape and pillage Florida. I believe. Don't quote me on. It. I believe that's what what happened. But. When you have Negroes like that, this puts situations like these young brothers and sisters in danger. This turns this into another Brianna. This turns this into another Tamir. This turns this into another Trayvon. This turns this into another Mike Brown. But that Sambo ass nigga talking about we ain't old reparations. That's what causes problems like this.
11: Up right here.
3: She says they tried to get away. And That's when she saw a man pull out a gun and start shooting. She's holding the bullet
11: Um, right here.
3: Darville says her car was hit several times. Thomas says they pulled over about a block away. That's Soon attempted murder. Talking with Davy
0: police, they didn't. They, they, they weren't old. No, they they didn't. They didn't pose a threat. They didn't have
3: any weapons on them.
0: I was calling the police and have chest presses on my own. He
3: decided to shoot. Police confirmed with NBC 6 only that a gun went off at a home on Southwest 178th Avenue and they cannot release specific information at the really? moment. Darville says this is what a detective told them.
11: He asked if he wanted to prosecute, and we had agreed to do that. But he said since they didn't necessarily break any laws, they didn't do anything unlawful, that they couldn't really do anything because we're on their property.
0: So basically what... The, now the what Handyman Roofing or that, are your trunk... Here, here's what that means, y'all. Let's break it down. Now the son... Now, yeah, now, 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 where's Black Lives Matter corporate on it? They're too busy eating female assholes. Where's Black Lives Matter corporate on it? The Sun.com said that this is eerily similar, disturbing similarities to, uh, to Ralph, to Ralph Yarrow. Because they see there's a pattern. Now, Ralph Yarrow, Ralph Yarrow, his grandson said that he's a racist. What was soldier. your
4: reaction when you heard that your grandfather shot Ralph Yarrow?
0: Don Lemonade.
4: For ringing his doorbell? Uh, I was disgusted. I thought
8: it was terrible. Uh, we, my, myself and my family stand with Ralph Yarl and seeking justice. It's a, this is a horrible tragedy. The hunchback
0: Never. of Notre Dame, he shows up, his neck looked like he going to get karate chopped in a supermax. This 80 year old bastard, that shot, Mr. Yarol. And this reminds me of the Botham John incident. I'm getting some real immigrant coon vibes here. I got to say so. Because if a man did that to my son, it's pull-up time. Sorry. I don't give a damn how old he is. It's pull-up time. My son doesn't knock on the wrong door and you get to go to jail. No. Sorry. Don't work like that, you dig? This hunchback of Notre Dame with his little cane in Kansas City, Missouri. They're showing this bastard. And I I'm not hearing the fire the fire and the flame from the family. Now I'm gonna play what the grandson of the race soldier is saying about him, and then I'm gonna go over to the family. I'm gonna go over to the family here. Should've happened.
12: The man who is speaking to Don Lemon in that video is Clint Ludwig, who is uh, the grandson of Andrew Lester, the 84-year-old man who shot 16-year-old Ralph Yarl in the head last week. Now, luckily, Ralph Yarl survived the shooting, miraculously survived the shooting. And uh, the shooter that you see in the video there, uh, he was finally uh, charged for the shooting. Uh, initially, he was not charged, but after some backlash, prosecutors decided decided to charge him.
0: So, what she's saying is, is they were not going to charge him until people had to, until there was some backlash.
12: Now, when the prosecutors gave a press briefing on the on the matter, they just very vaguely mentioned that there is a racial component. Jarl is a 16 year old black boy. Uh, the 84 year old shooter here, uh, Andrew Lester is a white man. And so in this interview, Lester's grandson makes an argument about what kind of behavior he's noticed about his grandfather. Before we get to that, did you want let's actually go to the next video. Let's watch.
8: Well the prosecutor in this case has suggested that there was a racial component to it. Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies.
0: Of course he did. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? We got to take another trip down the memory lane. Oh, we got to take another trip down the memory lane on what those tendencies are. We got to take it down memory lane. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. We got to. Let's see if we can find this. I don't know if y'all remember that. I don't know if y'all remember this here. Y'all don't remember this one here. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see if I can find it here. Man, I wish I could find this. Jeez, I... They must have took it off. They must've took it off. Alfred Wright. Remember that case? I've been talking about this for forever. Before I got rid of like some of the old podcasts. Man. Let me see. This was the state troopers. Hold on. Damn, man. I wish I could find it. All sugar. Not sugar. You want all coffee and no cream. <laughs> all The Quanell X was snapping on, on, on them race soldiers down there. He said, yeah, I know why your daughter. He said, I know what, what y'all did to Alpha, right? That Sabine County Sheriff was mad because his daughter wanted all coffee, no cream. That's what it was really about. Let me see if I can find this. They probably buried it. They probably buried it. Hold on, wait a minute, because they was arguing about this for a minute. Let me see if I can find it. No, 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 no. What happened to Alpha Wright? Yeah, they trying to bury it, man. They trying to bury it. They trying to bury it. Let me see if I could see. Let me see if I'm i going to keep looking for this. Y'all got to bear with me on this. Because he was snapping. He was snapping. Quineo X. Hold on. Maybe I'm spelling it wrong. Jeez, man. I wish I could find this. Because they killed their brother in Jasper, Texas, right where Mr. Byrd was was dragged and lynched back in 1998. Y'all
8: remember that? Sabine County District Attorney Kevin Dutton says he authorized the Texas Rangers to release their findings in the investigation of the death of 28-year-old Alfred Wright. Dutton also agreed to turn over the case to the Texas Attorney General's Office. Right. Disappeared in November in Sabine County. And his body was discovered by a group of volunteers later that month. Did
0: now, approach- to give you all a little backdrop on this old case, this this really reminds you of some old Emmett Till kind of shit. The brother. Called his family, called his wife. If you all remember the Alpha Wright case in Jasper, Texas, East Texas, if y'all know about East Texas, then you know what you you know what you know, This brother was, his car was broke down. He tried to call his wife. His dad came to pick him up. He was gone. The people, the place where they found his car, some little good old boy town, which was maybe about 20 miles away from Jasper, he was like a uh, physical education kind of person or whatever, help you get your, your limbs and your muscles back. When his dad came to pick him up, The truck, his truck was there, but he was nowhere to be found. Somebody said in the store said he took off running. Now, you ain't going to take off running 20, 30 miles away from Jasper, Texas. You ain't going to run down. No, those ain't the kind of, if you look at the interstate, that's not the kind of place you're going to take off running. Eventually, when the volunteers and everybody started looking for them, straight troopers, all that, they said they couldn't find nothing. They combed through for a couple days. Well, the dad went to the sheriff and said, hey, listen, I'm trying to find my son. They told him, well, don't look over here. We done already looked over here. Don't look over here. And come to find out, he says, well, the guy that owned the land, there was a white dude that owned the land. And he said, well, the owner of the land told us that we can't search here and we can't do this and all this old cap. The father had a hunch like I'm getting some real Emmett Till vibes here. I don't think my son just took off running if his car broke down. I think somebody was chasing him or whatever the case may be. Well, check this out. The, 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 The father, he came up growing up in Mississippi, so he knew it didn't sound right. He went to the owner of the land and said, listen, I think my son's missing. Can I search on your land? And the man told the man, look. If my son or my children, if they were missing, I would want the same thing. You could search my land as much as you want. So the the volunteers took off running. I'm going to play the audio in a minute. The the volunteers took off. They were looking, they looking, they looking. After a couple hours, guess what they found? Alfred Wright found his body in the same place that the damn sheriff said they didn't find him. And he had been there a while. This is some creepy shit we're getting into right now. The same place that the sheriff said that they had looked, they found his body, which means that the body was probably placed there after the fact. Come to find out the sheriff was dating some white woman. The white woman stopped dating him. And she found like a dime under her pillow. They said that he would, the sheriff of Sabine County would do little weird stuff. And she asked him while she was dating him, whatever happened to Alfred Wright or whatever. You know what the sheriff said? That boy brought this on himself. Come to find out there was some other investigations. They hired a private eye. Well, Alfred Wright was, uh, he was getting all cream, no coffee. He was running around town, you know, kind of playing around with them white women. Well, the sheriff didn't like that because that was his daughter. So as Quan LX says His daughter likes all coffee No cream Which probably came Into his demise You dig Anyway
4: How do you say that Uh, He's
8: just a stock American Christian male It's a the older you know that's just how they are it's uh, the conspiracies and weird random racist things that they say and it doesn't make sense but
0: it's not weird random just say it see he's one of these little mixed confused biracial negroes but at least he's at least he's calling his, grand, his grandfather out his grandfather come to find out like I said that's why I bring up the alpha right case shout out to Kwame Kw- Kw- Kwame LX His grandfather don't like niggas. The boy that shot the kid. The race soldier that shot Ralph Yarrow. His daughter likes all coffee, no cream.
8: They're just scared.
12: So clearly the grandson there is saying that. his grandfather is racist. He's scared. He believes in conspiracy theories. I'm going to go. Not, no, he does
0: not believe in conspiracy theories, his grandfather. And I'm going to say it for him because he doesn't want to say it because he might be seeing that seeing through the eyes of his white mother. His grandfather believes in the system of racism, white supremacy. That's not what I said. That's what the white judge said when he granted him $200,000 bond for shooting a young black male that posed no threat. That's not me talking. That's the Kansas City law talking. Yes, sir. We'll move right along. We'll move right along as we go along here. Oh, I got to say something here.
8: That's like the hot topic right now.
0: Oh, I got to say something here. Oh, you know I got to say something here. Let's go.
8: Reparations.
0: We don't need no motherfucking reparations.
8: That's like the hot topic right now. We do not need
0: reparations. End. Uh, We already got reparations. We got reparations in the form mm. of free public education and PPP and SBA loans <laughs> and unemployment. No, Charleston. Got to call you out, nigga. Gotta call you out on this one. That PPP loans, 10, dollars dollars $30,000 is not reparations. Food stamps is not reparations. We could bring up the Marshall Plan. We could bring up the uh, Homestead Act. That's not reparations, nigga. You know damn well that ain't reparations. Food that ain't stamps. even 40 acres in a mule. Section 8. We already got reparations. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh,
1: if they if they owe us anything, they owe us some land. No, no, uh, no. S- they don't owe us no money. Uh, they owe us some some land. Yes,
0: they do. And and, and and some line of credit. But black people don't even understand. No, uh, we don't see the line of credit thing. I don't know what this negro's talking about. If you look at Harvard, if you look at all all of these banks and institutions and a lot of these colleges were invested in the slave, uh, the slave trade with the slave boats, the stock market. In New York. No, we don't need a line of credit. You need to give us what we're owed. He's tripping. I don't know where he got this idea from. Uh, the power of business credit, let alone uh, personal, individual credit, to, for them to need to give us credit. If they gave us a
1: line of credit like they gave the Jews, we're going to be a bunch of Louis Vuitton, Armani, Gucci, <laughs> Rolex. Bush <laughs> I
0: won't, Rolex. nigga. No, 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 no. Not all of us will. I won't be building. I won't. I ain't getting no Louis Vuitton. Don't need no Louis Vuitton. Pay me my money, pay me my cash, sir, so I could buy my own land where I choose, open up my own store. No, see, that's a lot of these. A lot of these white, a lot of these right wing, uh, white supremacists use that talking point. Well, niggas is just gonna use this for this and use this. It it doesn't matter what a nigga uses it for. It's old. If you owe the bank, you don't get to talk about what the bank is going to use the money that you owe them for. You have to pay them their money. You have to pay them their money, Mr. White. I was with you on the China Mac shit. Can't get with you on this, brother. Can't get with you on this. No, sir. Pay me my money. I want every dime. Now we
6: need to cover this. Oliver sisters, they age range from five to nine. They were found in a pond. All right, so this is a quick video about the Oliver sisters. They age range from five to nine. They were found in a pond. The parents were under the impression that they just drowned. However, it was proven that these babies were strangled to death and they had lacerations on their face. And it took over eight months to discover this because of course we pretend that we care about children. We pretend that we care about children, gender and all of that stuff. But the reality is this is the image of three little black girls who were strangled and
0: Thrown in a pump. A hey, Biden butt kissers. A hey, DOJ. A hey, Black Lives Matter corporate. What you got to say about this? They know about these cases. They understand. They know very well. If I know, they know. If I know, they know. Yes, sir. If I know, they know but they don't want to say anything about it because they don't give a damn about our young black children. They do not care.
6: And it doesn't even get national attention. What bothers me the most is that Parents are literally having conversations online about gender, gender assignment, gender correction. But this is how we treat Black children in America. They can't even determine if they get a chance to live, and we pretend as if we care about Black girls.
0: We, pretend- hey, Koala, what do you got to say about it? Planned Parenthood. All Congress, you Congressional Black Caucus, you immigrant Black Caucus Negroes, what do you have to say about this? Nothing, not a word. You're completely worthless. They can shut that office down tomorrow and it won't change a damn thing for foundational Blacks.
6: Pretend as if we care about Black boys, but we let them die, we let them get killed, we kill them, and then pretend as if we wanna have a conversation nationally about gender assignment. This is insane. That this hasn't got national
0: attention. The hell with gender assignment. I say damn gender assignment. Damn it all. Damn it all. I shouldn't have to pay for it. I should not have to pay for it. Not at all. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want my balls to get cut off. (laughs) I like my balls. I like my balls and penis just fine. It was made. It was natural. It was made just for me. It was made for me to produce and sire a child and continue my genetic legacy, just like me. I like my balls. Don't cut my balls off, and I shouldn't have to pay for you to catch it for you to cut your balls off. Uh, I don't know if I'll cover this, but maybe we should. Eh, I'll let it slide. We'll do the Samba slide. We'll we'll let some of the we'll cover the Sambos later on that note. Now, ladies, I, I need Let's y'all to pay together. attention. You, to... you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this.
4: It it's money. our money, though. It's our money. Get it together. It's our you money. You didn't even consult me on this. What is wrong with you? Okay, we in a relationship. I consulted with you. I told you to get in the house. You told me to tell you. Just my judgment, right? So you trust my we judgment. We haven't even
6: gotten married yet. It should be okay. a decision between both
4: of us. All right, we made a decision already. I gave the earnings deposit already. Look, we got a look. This is smart house. We got a smart house over here. This is smart house.
6: This smart house is smarter than you because you didn't make the decision. Yeah, what you want? Alright,
4: that's cool. I don't know.
6: If I'm not doing this. You gotta
7: get daddy
4: money back because I'm not doing
7: it. I can't get out. the money back. I don't care. Figure it
4: out and get my money back. I can't get the I'm money not back. I'm staying here. I'm staying here. Bro, we staying here, brother. Don't worry about it, bro. So, I'm wanna... saying so we staying here. Are getting earth deposit already? We staying here. We, we stay. I know what I'm saying. We staying here. I can't get the money back. I can't get the money back. You gotta stay. We gotta stay here. You're not doing it. Get damn money back. You clueless. Yo, ain't nothing wrong with this house. Look at this house. Backyard, cool neighbors, all that. Yeah, she over there cussing. Look at her, y'all. not fool food. Hacking a nut. Yeah, whatever. This house is nice. It's a big house.
1: The
4: other it's side of, of real estate. Yeah. Ladies,
0: I don't know. You may not want to do that. Don't be sharing bank accounts yet. Get the key five. Get the house first in the ring, and then you might want to think about doing that, but that may not be a good thing. Now, I want to give a little quick shout out to Tariq with the American Maroon. The American Maroon documentary was an excellent documentary. And, you know, I always hear a lot of stuff where people say, well, you know, I don't like what he has to do. And, oh, he used to be a pimp and all this and that. And, and he's making money off black folks because he's documentaries. And here's the thing, man. Look, look, listen here. Peep game. That makes it worse for you niggas. Because all your bought and paid for Negro Democratic shields and all your bought and paid for so-called skip the truth gates, all your so-called Eric Dyson, all your so-called Joy Reeds, all you so-called HBCU crocodile tear ass Negroes that support Ukraine. Here's the problem. You let a ex pimp make one of the best documentaries within the last 15 to 20 years, arguably, literally you let a ex relationship expert that used to be putting brawls on the so-called blade is what y'all saying. And he was a pimp and he's this, that and the third. You let somebody like that that did not have the credentials that y'all come out with hidden colors. One through five, 18 Oh four give us enlightenment to our people. You know, they say Jesus always works with, with somebody that used to work with the devil, right? That makes you niggas look worse because all the money that you had, you news one BT ass niggas, y'all should have had the funds to be able to do it yourself to produce something like that, that the black grass roots produced. You should have been able to look look at the hit, you know, you got Shira Ali, you got Kaba Kameen, you had Dr. Claude Anderson, you had some of the greats that's been on this, and ain't none of y'all niggas reached out to none of, none of our grandmaster teachers. None of the HBCUs look at John Henry Clark, and Yosem, uh, Ben and, um, uh, 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 Anthony Browder, and, um, J.A. Rogers, they don't really talk about Ida B. Wells unless it's from a carpet-munching-ass fucking feminist standpoint. They d- All the writers and the revolutionaries, they barely mention Ida B. Wells. Oh, she's a feminist, and she was, man, listen, Ida B. Wells was calling out the feminist. She was calling out all the Susan B. Anthony type of broads. Hey, look, man, you ain't about to use the black brute complex on my brothers and sisters. That hood rat, that hood rat cave woman wanted all coffee, no cream. She wanted all coffee, no cream. And it was consensual. That's what Ida B. Wells was saying. And she was going through the Jim Crow South with that pipe. Documenting this shit, calling out the white supremacists, calling out the white feminist. So if you look at the American Maroon, that is the quintessential documentary for what true revolutionary uh, tactics are in the in the, in you know in the United States of America, specifically North America. Slavery came down because of the Maroons. Them Seminoles wasn't no joke. They was kicking the U.S. military's ass back then. They was putting in straight work. So the American Maroon documentary, it has my full endorsement. Because I haven't seen anything better. I ain't seen not one of these so-called, uh, Cornell West ass niggas. None of these boule but Biden, butt kissers. Not one of y'all niggas have come up with nothing, com- uh, um, uh, comparable to hidden colors. None of y'all skip the truth gates. They called John Rick, he- John Henry Clark, a pseudo scientist. None of y'all have come even close what Tariq has done and the black media has done y'all haven't dropped anything like Gentrified or Race War or 7am y'all haven't dropped anything y'all ain't even dropped a damn book close to what I did the only the only tech guide, the IT tech guide. y'all ain't even done that and y'all got way more money than me But y'all are plantation niggas. So you have to do what a bought and paid for nigga has to do. So it has my endorsement. Speaking of which, with the American Maroon, it made me think about things. It pointed that not everybody was like, oh, well, we just on this bridge getting our ass whooped and They wasn't singing the John Lewis spiritual. Talking about. The police whooped his ass and he didn't hate him. He thanked them for their service and all that kind of bullshit. That's what John Lewis said. That's what John Lewis said. There was a lot of black folks that just wasn't accepting it. They wasn't accepting the system of racism, white supremacy to basically just say, well, I'm just going to be beaten and raped and all that. No, I had a conversation with my grandmother. She said there was a situation where there's this brother. They was going to lock him up on some BS. Talking about They was going to lynch him. Back when I think they lived in Kentucky or Tennessee, it was many, many years ago. This had to have been in the early 1900s. This had to be in the early, you know, like the 1940s or something like that. They were talking about lynching a brother. My grandma was telling me the story. It was somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about lynching a brother. And they were lynching them all in bad faith. Oh, we just going to lynch this nigga because we want to lynch him. Man, let me tell you, when them white supremacists came up to his house, What's that one brother man that that, that when them race soldiers came? Uh, it was some it was some crooked race soldiers that was on the NY PD. What was his name? Larry Davis. He Larry Davis. Them niggas. When they came to his house to try to lynch him, man, he gave them niggas the Larry Davis treatment. Gave them niggas the Larry Davis treatment. Another situation she told me about. It was some white supremacists that were going to, they were. Talking, they were going around town talking about they were gonna kill and rape some 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 black women and some little girls in a house or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was a white man that got off cold and said, Hey, my my nephews is talking about raping y'all or some shit. He must have came in the house and just let them know or whatever. Man, let me tell you they came through there, they got the business, and they skipped town in the dark of the night. Then white supremacists went over there. They thought they was gonna rape somebody and got the business. They got the business. They got to. They got to see they make her early. They got to see they make her early. They got to see him early, nigga. Real early. So, you know, you you had a lot of us down there that wasn't. Now there's this guy that um, I'm subscribed to. Very interesting. L- let me see if I can find it, but, uh, Cartoon 5-3 from Avalon Gangsters in LA. Shout out to that brother. Shout out to Cartoon 5-3. He is a YouTube channel. Sometimes I listen to a lot of the interesting stories. He kind of reminds me of Tay Capone. Um, he was talking about being in jail in an Alabama prison where somebody, uh, I think some dudes lynched a dude, uh, they try to lynch his brother or they lynch his brother. Some white supremacists uh, killed this man's brother. And um, let me see if I can. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's see if we can get it real quick.
1: And they say still get up and go to work. Is this still alive? I'm like, how old is he? Man, listen. Mr. Floyd is 104 years old. 104 years old. And he's still living, still getting around, and they say he still get up and go to work in the kitchen every day. Now that's amazing. 104. They say, he, and he wrestle with one of them youngsters too. Man, I remember talking to Mr. Floyd one day, man, and um. I think this is it? He told me, say he say too, man. I, man, I've been in, I've been in prison so long. He say, man, when they first brought me to prison out here in Alabama. He said they brought me to prison in a wagon, in a one-horse wagon. Whoa. He came to prison in a one-horse wagon. He was in prison for killing two white boys that hung his brother. Yeah, they hung his brother, man. You know how Alabama was way back in the days. They hung his brother, and he killed both of them. Yes, sir. And he been in prison, man, uh... I think over 70 years. Mm. Yeah, Yeah.
0: No, he- we're abiding on that. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was breaking down the 94 crime bill because this brother here, he went to jail for some righteous shit. Far as I'm concerned, thou shall not kill, but damn it. You killed his brother in cold blood and you lynched him. No court of law, and he took care of it. So far as I'm concerned, he don't need to be in there seventy. He probably should have did a twenty piece and been let go.
1: He got to be the oldest cat in prison, and he got to been down been done long. He he had to have been down longer than everybody. I, I think the man's been down over seventy. Dang. but anyway, this ain't about Mister Floyd, man. This, this this is about man, my partner. Yeah, man. I just want to play
0: that. Shout out to Cartoon 5-3 for Avalon Gangsters. Um, I wanted to bring that up in reference to the American Maroon. I sent that email to myself because you had a lot of black folks that had that spirit. Uh, Excuse me. I talk about my great-grandmother. My dad had she was down in Mississippi. I'm not sure what year this was, but my pops was, had to been born in the 1930s. I believe, you know, he had me when I was 50 or when he was 50, I'm like, damn, I ain't 50. (laughs) I'm not 50. Not at all. Uh, So he had me, my mom was 30 and he was 50. Uh, He talked about in Mississippi, That his grandmother, which would have been my great grandmother, had property down in Mississippi, and my aunt is still alive. I need to call her. She's staying in the hundreds in Chicago. Uh, He said, "You know, she owned property in Mississippi, and this probably she probably must own this property. uh, I reckon around about well." If my dad and them was born in the nineteen thirties or so, she must have had this property before then. Nineteen twenties, nineteen tens. But she had sugarcane on the property or whatever, and or the neighbors had sugarcane on the property. And she used to sell a lot of the stuff. She had hogs and all kinds of fruits or whatever. And she used to sell the stuff to the white folks. But my pops was telling me that and I tell you guys this story all the time. So you get kind of a historical context. Somebody took some sugar cane. Um, somebody stole some sugar cane. And they said it was my dad that stole it. And he said he didn't steal it. And the grandma, his grandma knew he didn't steal it. But yet and still, you know, she was still kind of upset because my dad's mother kind of gets... Dropped them off in Mississippi, so she was already kind of salty about that. Like, damn, I gotta take care of these little niggas, and you just gonna leave them with me. So that, that's what the story was. Turn out, she ties them niggas to a tree and whips their ass with a switch or some shit like that. And I guess the sheriff must have heard about it and come around talking about, well, you can't whip these kids like this. And this and that, man, they said that my grandma pulled out that 4 5 and that shotgun and said, nigga, I will whack your ass if you ever come on my property. Get your honky ass off of my property before you end up dead. Told the sheriff that, and had that four five and the shotgun. Like play with me if you want. Don't do not come up on my property again. If these kids need an ass whipping, they gonna get it. Don't come on my property no more. And I'm gonna pop your ass next time I see you. Told the sheriff that this is in Mississippi, Jim Crow Mississippi. I'm telling you, Freeman Energy. Maroon, Seminole energy. Niggas wasn't having it. They wasn't like John Lewis or Skip the Truth Gates or Roland Martin. They weren't like those niggas. They weren't like them. Oh, I forgive you for whooping my ass. No, 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 sir. They weren't like that. You had black folks like that, and I didn't learn about these things until I got into my upper 20s, 30s, and 40s. And shit. I'm learning about a lot of this stuff now. A lot of this information was kept from us. But anyway, shout out to the set trip and murder hornets. Y'all remember I did that damn show about two, three years ago? Well, the northern giant hornet. No, I'm not tr- calling it the northern giant hornet. Call this the Asian set trip and murder hornet. See all this Asian anti black. This Asian, this anti-Asian crime bill, shout out to Jim Crow Joe for passing that and overlooking the black folk. They wanted to call it the Northern Giant Hornet, uh, the Northern Giant Hornet. Usually 1.5 to 2.1.5 to 2 inches in length. Large orange head with prominent eyes. Black and orange, yellow striped abdomen. No. This is the Asian murder hornet. This is the sex tripping murder hornet. And it looks like, this is very interesting. It looks like they got a little trans it, they got a little tracker. They got a tracker on the hornet. I'm gonna save that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that uh picture as well. They got a tracker on the hornet. You remember I was one of the first people to break the crying Negro networks, lies, and disinformation, talking about, well, there's gonna be a uh Asian murder hornet uh invasion. No, there's not. So, I interviewed the Washington State Department of Agriculture scientist, and he sent me an email. So, if y'all go back and look at my Asian Murder Hornet, the Sex and Murder Hornet podcast, maybe about, about 10, 15, 20, 30 episodes ago, you'll see that. So, just give you a little update about that. Just give you a little update on that. Let's move right along. Listen to this
1: we put it to you straight up. There wasn't no Puerto Ricans. Wasn't no Puerto Rican Coming to the parties. Okay. So wasn't no no Puerto Rican breakdancers. There wasn't no Puerto Rican. Now, this is the
0: first original B-Boys breakdancers at the Coke La Rock and Cool Herc parties. Now, remember with John Legazamo, he's been lying. They've been using Fat Joe, and they've been using all this old, well, Latinos were the ones that helped found hip hop. No, they weren't because a lot of Latin neighborhoods, a lot of Puerto Rican neighborhoods were in white neighborhoods. A lot of them were in white neighborhoods. So a lot, when the Puerto Ricans, when they started doing B boying with the black folks, they started doing it afterwards. And a lot of Puerto Ricans that used to hang out with black people, the Puerto Ricans in New York, they would say, why are you hanging out with those, those in those N I G G E Why are you hanging out with those niggers? So how is it that Puerto Ricans help create hip hop? Most of the Puerto Ricans did not want other Puerto Ricans to do hip hop and hang out with the blacks. So that's a lie. Fat Joe ought to be ashamed of himself. And the Bronx did start in New York. But rapping started with James Brown. Rapping started with James Brown. Let's let's go on to this. Let's, let's look into the Jubilites. Hold on. Let's see. They were called the Jubilites. Damn. Let me see if I can find it. Let me play this real quick. Well, you on.
1: say you started it. I started and I'm not Puerto Rican. You're not Puerto Rican. I'm not Puerto Rican. Wow. I am black and proud. Okay. 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 My mama's from South, South uh, North Carolina, and my daddy's from South Carolina.
10: Okay, salute, salute. We're black, salute. we
1: Indian. We, we got the African, the genes and right. all that. I, anyway. You heard what he said? The genes and right. all that. I, anyway... The anyway. we, we got the Af- carolina my from
0: South Carolina. South Carolina, North Carolina. Wasn't no Puerto Ricans all up in South of North Carolina all like that.
1: He talking about the Maroons.
10: Okay, okay salute, black, salute, we Indian. we We got the African, the genes
1: and right. all that. Anyway, he's talking man. about
0: Gullah Geechee. He's talking about Seminole Maroons. That's what he's talking about. He ain't talking about John Leguizamo.
1: Most of the dances anyway come from my city. Okay. And tap dances, black, you know, ballet, black, everything that, that. Man, please. These
0: folks up here lying, talking about what they done made. And listen to this, Charlie Chase.
6: And then the Hispanics were telling me what the Listen. and then the Hispanics were telling me what the you know what the hell are you doing man what are you doing playing that jungle bunny music you know and then the Hispanics were telling me what the you know what the hell are you doing man what are you doing playing that jungle bunny
7: music you know
0: now that's one of the first Latino DJs in New York Charlie Chase. He repeatedly said that Latinos were very racist against hip hop in the mid seventies. They called it jungle bunny music. The same thing that the white supremacists would say. Very interesting that they say the same. That they use the same words. Very interesting, ain't it? Very interesting. Let's keep it going. What the hell you is this? already know what time it is. I don't know what the hell. You already know what. It's some TikTok bullshit. I don't know. No. 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 Up oh, there we go. The Jubilaires. I played this before. Now, where was Jean Lucas Legazamo's people at during this time? Oh, were you being divisive? No,
1: I'm not. Not at all. Of the salt, right? the A hundred years he hammered uh, Bill
4: is the, the, ox, by the of God. Now, when the ark was done, God's voice was heard. Uh, he said, Now, nah, Noah, let me tell you what to do. Call in the animals two by two. So we well, call them in an ark. A two by two. He call a birds the ox with cane in the kangaroo. Then we call in Jeff back. Hey, the ham and the Sam Then God began to collect the land. He raised his hands to level whole high. Shoot the stars and moon from the sky. Shoot the mouth that he kept
0: Y'all didn't create no rap. The descendants of slaves created rap. Nigga, don't you ever forget it. The people that built this country created that shit. The descendants that created that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. And while they talking about we wasn't here before Columbus, I'm looking at transcend media service. Contrary. This is what it says. Contrary to popular belief. African-American history did not start with the slavery in the new world. An overwhelming body of new evidence is emerging, which proves that Africans had frequently sailed across the Atlantic to the Americas thousands of years before Columbus and indeed before Christ. The great ancient civilizations of Egypt and West Africa traveled to the Americas, contributing immensely to early American civilization by importing the art of pyramid building, political systems, and religious practices, as well as mathematics, writing, and a sophisticated calendar. The strongest evidence of African presence in America before Columbus comes from the pen of Columbus himself. In 1920, a renowned American historian and linguist, Leo Weiner of Harvard University, in his book, Africa and the Discovery of America, explained how Columbus noted in his journal that Native Americans have confirmed that black skinned people have come from the Southeast in boats trading in gold tipped spears. One of the first documented instances of African sailing and settling in Americas were black Egyptians led by King Ramses III during the 19th dynasty in 1292 BC. In fact, in 445, in, in 445 BC, the Greek historian Herodotus wrote of the ancient Egyptian pharaoh's great seafaring and navigational skills. Further concrete evidence noted by Dr. Am Homtep and largely ignored by Aerocentric archaeologists includes Egyptian artifacts found across North America from the Allegon writings on the East Coast to the artifacts in Egyptian place names in the Grand Canyon. In 19, I'm sorry, in 1311 AD, another wave of African exploration to the New World was led by King Abubaraki II the ruler of the 14th century Mali empire, which was larger than the Roland which was larger than the Holy Roman empire. The King sent out 200 ships of men and 200 ships of trade material, crops, animals, cloth, and crucially African knowledge of astronomy, religion, and the arts. We were here before Columbus foundational black Americans that founded this country literally. And then you hear niggas like this.
1: The US ain't got no culture. They shit is all our shit. A bunch of our shit is what makes the US.
0: I want to play that, go down Memory Lane again. Listen to this nigga again. Kissing on uh what what what's that white girl That's what they call her the queen of R&B, now Adele. Now this is supposed to be COVID and you kissing on her on her hand. Boy that cooning from the Caribbean sometimes.
1: The US ain't got no culture. They shit is all our shit. A bunch of our shit is what makes the US whatever you want to call it. We still don't know what that culture is for the US, but it's a mix-up of all of our cultures in, in the urban community. You know, the Latino and the West Indian has the greatest influence.
0: Really? The Latino and the West Caribbean is the greatest influence. More lies. If you would have had all that influence, nigga, you would have had a Miles Davis in Jamaica. What the hell is you talking about?
1: West Indian has the greatest influence. My back, my neck. Got the mold in check. Interesting.
0: The Sugar Hill Gang. Where were they from? Let's take a look. Woo-how, I got you all in check. I thought Buster Rhymes came up with that. Rappers Delight. They're from Englewood, New Jersey. Let's see where everybody's from. And the producer, Sylvia Robinson. Sylvia Robinson, beautiful picture of the sister. Beautiful picture. She was from Harlem. Okay, so Sylvia Robinson... They say that she was from the Virgin Islands. Oh, she was, okay. She was born to Sylvia Vanderpool. So her people was from the Virgin Islands. All right. Okay. Master G. Where was he from? Grew up in Teaneck, New Jersey. It ain't saying where he's from. Hold on. Big Hank. Where was he from? Grew up in the Bronx. Like so he stayed in New Jersey These is American black folks though Now the, the Sylvia, Sylvia her, her, her people Her people was from the Caribbean
1: you, sir, my back got, the the got that, shit that you
0: Yeah, buster. That old note, it ain't got no culture. Nah, you could tell that the miles, you could tell that the cold train. You could tell that the cold train. Talking about we ain't got no culture. If you didn't put it like this, if you want to you, if you want to say that, if you want to say that you wouldn't have had to come, you, you, you would have stayed in Jamaica, but you came here because there was more opportunity. I'm not talking about the real deal. Holyfield brothers is this, you know, this out outside the U S but now you, you ain't going to be able to say that. No, you're not going to be able to say that, sir. We ain't got no culture. Now, here's another thing that I wanted to cover. Because I like to talk about, we're talking about politics, tech, intangibles. A CEO shares the number one question to never ask at a job interview Wait until you're called back. I might try it, but... I think it's bullshit. If you're a job seeker, here's a piece of advice. You're likely, you likely won't hear from anyone else. Before you say, okay, boomer times have changed. Know that I'm actually a firm believer in hybrid and remote work. It removes most of the pointless FaceTime and unnecessary friction of office life. Plus people who have more agency in their lives are generally happier, but it's time to face reality. As the federal reserve continues its rate hiking campaign to tame inflation, Millions of jobs could be at risk this year as a CEO investor and founder. I've learned a lot about dealing with uncertainty after acceptance. The second rule of crisis management is survival and landing a job in this soon to be cutthroat job market will require some finessing and compromising finessing and compromising Now, this guy that wrote this, the person that wrote this well, the contributor was Matt Higgins, but I don't know. Let me check this dude. Let me check his paperwork. Okay. He's an author. He got an author called burn the boat. So he's a contributor, a contributor, uh, for make it on CNBC, but it says Vaselina Getty as the credit. So I'm not really exactly sure, but I guess this person is writing this article or send it to the contributor. The, the contributor, uh, he's talking about the remote options. What employers really think about remote work? A 2022 survey from Goodhire found that 78% of managers thought some in-person work was preferred. 51% said their companies would definitely definitely consider pay cuts for employees that refuse to return to the office. That's crazy. Inevitably, many leaders and CEOs like Zuckerberg and Elon Musk believe the pendulum has swung too far in favor of remote work and their performance is suffering as a result. Taking it one step further, Following their mass layoffs, Meta has paused offering remote work options for, for new hires. So it says it doesn't matter how exceptional exceptional you are. Whether it's fair or not, some managers will perceive initial interview questions about remote work as telegraphing the wrong priorities. Even for me, it's an immediate red flag. Imagine this scenario. You close your interview with a question about remote work and get a chilly reception. The next day, the hiring manager meets another candidate who says they could be in the office bright and early the next, uh, the next Monday morning. Sure, sure, you may be more qualified, but there is a real chance that the other job seeker will be perceived as more committed. This might hold true even for managers at companies that have had very robust remote work policies. Now, let, let me talk about this for a minute. To me being a diabetic with a weakened immune system. I worked a contract doing API support for a bank. And the thing is, man, they were all fine and dandy with that. And then when they offered another position through the same financial place, they were talking about, well, you got to be in three days in office. Now they already agreed that I could work hundred percent remote, but they say, well, you got to go through accommodations and this, that, and the third and whatnot. Initially, I told him, I said, look, I need the salary to be between 75 to 85 to do this. When the recruiter came back, they came back talking about 70. And I'm like, look, you've already insulted me. Now, I didn't gave y'all well over a year of my, of my expertise. And I know you ain't going to do that with Billy Bob. So why are you doing this with me? You going to have to add another five and let me work 100% remote. Eventually, they came to the point where they were like, hey, look, we need you in office. Three days in office, the doctor wouldn't sign off on it. The Doctor said, hey, take the jab, get to work. I told her no. They weren't used to a nigga like me. I said, I'm not going to go in at all. I'm going to reject your offer. So I said, and you know what? I had other offers on the table. So you know what? Y'all need to throw me a couple more weeks of my pay. And they did. This is a large bank, a bank that ain't worth shit, a bank that ain't worth dealing with, if you can avoid it. I think it's all control. When Jim Crow Joe ended the pandemic emergency, all that really did, to be quite honest, all that really did was that made it, um that made it a situation where they ju- they just want to control. They want to control. Because a new role of mine they're like okay well you need to come in one day a week but you need to s- sit on this specific floor. Well If I'm telling you, I got a weakened immune system and I want to minimize my contact with people, I'm doing the same job. I'm doing everything. My numbers ain't no different. I'm just as productive. If not more It's really no point. So I'm going to buck the system a little bit, but they said, make a great first impression when the stakes are high. So this, this person is an investor and CEO of RSE ventures. So RSE Ventures, let's see what they do. I don't know what they do. I'm looking at their website. Still don't know what the hell they do. All right, let's look at the family. Let's look at About Us. Let's look at careers. This will tell you a lot about a company. So they do an associate investing and portfolio management. Okay. It's so a lot of different brands. It looks like they work with about us or a private investment firm. We've taken the international champions cup from an idea in a conference room to a global soccer platform, with uh, with 140 million viewers. So it looks like they're an investment firm. They do a lot of branding. Okay. Let's look at their careers. Let's look at what careers they have. This, this, this listing has an expired. So this is a corporation that's telling you that you don't need to. He's giving you advice. He's giving you advice on remote work and what they're doing for RSE Adventures. There's RSE Ventures. And for some weird reason, you go to wherever they have their jobs you go to their careers and you do not find any openings I think that i think that's very interesting very very interesting let's see what else we got here's another here's another
7: ordeal walk to the store at 103rd and bud long
0: and then we heard a car like screech turning left but it stopped like it hit the brakes hard so i turned around
7: johnson says it was an l.a county sheriff's cruiser
0: and they told me first he was like come here like real loud and aggressive he was like come here and then i was like no like what why do you want me like i'm we just walking to the store
7: he says the deputies then got out of the cruiser approaching the three of them Johnson started recording, and the video shows deputies grab George by the arms. What has he been detained for? The Sheriff's Department tells Fox 11 they believed George matched the description of a suspect involved in a hit-and-run that morning and also matched the description of a car theft suspect, adding, quote, the detaining deputies viewed surveillance footage of the hit-and-run collision and saw three suspects were involved. But in the moment, George says.
5: They're not telling me what I'm being detained or arrested for. I got my hands up. And then I've seen a lot of things where police and police brutality. So... I was trying to put my hands up for their safety and my safety also.
7: More deputies arrived on the scene. What's the reason for us being stopped? I just got here. Did you not see that? How do I know? Video shows George arrested, put in the back of the cruiser. His friends continue to ask questions. Where's the sergeant? Can I speak to the sergeant? George was not charged in the hit-and-run or the car theft from that morning. Instead, he was charged with resisting arrest the sheriff's department saying quote the incident
0: gestapo tactics shout out to the black and brown coalition it's all bs there you go shout out to the black and, the, the black and brown coalition all of that all of that garbage all of that crap shout out to them these black folks is being harassed in la straight up these black folks being harassed in LA going to the store They're being harassed in LA going to the store and you have stuff like this made it going on. my business on. to invest.
13: They have made it my
0: And here's another thing. Those were all Hispanic cops. Those were all Hispanic cops pulling up on those brothers. So what does that tell you?
13: business to investigate the gangs that are proliferating inside the los angeles county sheriff's department i Mm -hmm. found 18 gangs that are currently functioning inside the sheriff's department Uh Oh, police gangs police gangs we got the executioners for one the cavemen the vikings tasmanian devils Mm -hmm. cowboys pirates Mm -hmm. there's a ton
1: man that's got to be a dangerous uh dangerous job for you. They got to hate you.
13: Oh, 100% they hate me. I mean, Mm -hmm. matter of fact, just on Monday night, the sheriff of Los Angeles County did an hour-long radio show where he just spent an hour bashing me and threatening me. That's not the first time that happened. He actually threatened to post my home address. The sheriff? Yes. An 18-year-old by the name of Andres Guardado was killed by two alleged deputy gang members in the gang called the Executioners. And it came out pretty quickly that the two deputies that shot him were alleged gang members trying to get into the gang, because that's how you get in. You get in by
5: killing a civilian. So a cop gets into a gang, a cop gang, allegedly by killing a civilian. That's correct.
1: People already look at the police as a gang, like in general. They are. But to know that there's subsidiaries inside of the police force, what do the actual police say about this? When y'all bring this to the police's attention and you say, there's deputy gangs,
0: what, what do they say?
13: Well, the sheriff of Los Angeles County, he said multiple times that I made this all up just to get rich. Um, I have not gotten rich off of this. If anything, this has put a target on my back. So I have made it my business to investigate the gangs that are.
0: Yeah. And there's also been other instances here. There's been a lot of other there's been some whistleblowers.
3: There's been whistleblowers. Now to an Eyewitness News investigation. An alleged gang of sheriff's deputies within the L.A. County Sheriff's Department known as the Executioners. Their alleged tattoo depicts a skeleton in flames, an AK-47, and a Nazi-style helmet. Miriam Hernandez has a closer look at the pressure mounting on the department to open their files on any groups like this.
7: From inside the Compton Sheriff Station, a deputy's claim filed with a county about an aggressive band of his cohorts allegedly in control. According to the claim, members are branded with a sinister logo,
2: which is a uh, skeleton wearing a Nazi helmet uh, with an AK-47 laughing.
7: And go by a sinister name, THE EXECUTIONERS, WHICH ACCORDING TO THE CLAIM DOES NOT ALLOW AFRICAN-AMERICAN OR FEMALE MEMBERS. THERE YOU GO. DEPUTY ART Gonzalez ALLEGES THE DEPUTY GANG IS TRAMPLING ON THE RIGHTS OF CITIZENS AND TARGETING HIM AS A WHISTLEBLOWER.
2: DEPUTY Gonzalez, um, he's, HE'S AFRAID for, FOR HIS SAFETY RIGHT NOW, AS HE SHOULD BE. THIS IS A VIOLENT GANG, YOU KNOW, VIOLENCE, SHOOTINGS, BEATINGS.
6: Oh WHY ARE Y'ALL BEATING HIM?
2: CLAIMS
7: OF EXCESSIVE FORCE AND MUCH MORE. AND THE TIMING.
0: The Black and Brown Coalition. No need to keep playing that. Shout out to Cerise Castle, the history of LA Deputy gangs. the Breakfast Club. You know, they're ambulance chasing as well. But uh, Cerise Castle, this sister, basically is calling folks out. She's calling folks out. And you Biden butt kissing ass niggas running around talking about, well, you know, we got the votes and all that going on. Ain't got nothing to say about nothing like that. And that's my whole point of that one nigga in Carolina talking about, oh, we owe reparations. The young people, we owe reparations. Our ancestors, we owe them reparations. Talking about we owe them. Well, what are we going to pay them? for all the lashes that they got on their back on all the free work and see they talk, they he's talking about it from a standpoint. Like when he started talking about the Edmund Pettus grid, bridge, where John Lewis got his ass whooped and thanked the police for it. What about the young toddlers that was picking cotton in Mississippi, Louisiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, uh, Arkansas, Texas. These weren't just grown people. These were children out on the plantation. How do we pay them back? How do we pay them back? We owe, we owe our ancestors reparations. The United States doesn't owe us reparations, but we owe them reparations. How does that make sense? Tell me, how does that make sense at all?
8: We're rapidly coming up on the first end of month fundraising deadline.
0: Well, I don't know. This Donald, that, that's rumble. I was going to show something. Uh, Dr. Christina Parks, she's asking Is there jab shedding? How you could protect yourself and others who has been vaccine injured? Now, this sister, Dr. Christina Park, she is a Ph.D. in cellular and molecular biology. Um, She be keeping it 100. Let me see. Oh, no, no, I didn't want to pin that. Damn. Let me unpin it. I might want to look at that later. No, but she's the truth. Look at this article. As female imprisonment rises, black women still feel the brunt of mass incarceration in America. Shout out to 94 Crime Bill Joe. American prisons, America imprisons many more of its citizens than any other developed nation with men comprising most of the incarcerated. But the rate of growth for female imprisonment has been twice as high as that of men since 1980, according to the Sentencing Project. Which estimates that nine hundred and seventy-six thousand women are currently under the supervision of the criminal justice system. The nonprofit documented a five hundred and twenty-five percent increase in women's imprisonment in America between nineteen eighty and twenty twenty-one. The vast majority are black females. How's feminism working? How was that working? How is that working? It's not working very well. Not working very well. But see, every time they tell us what they can't do, you start having folks come out talking about, like the guy says, oh, we owe them for this, we owe them for that. I want to play a little clip of some of the kids that watch American Maroon and what they thought about it. See, these kids are open to something like this. They're not open to the Rollins. They're not really listening to the Cornells and the and the Dysons. They're not talking about Skip the Truth Gates. that talked about Henry Clark uh, being a pseudoscientist and all that. All of them, all of them lies and BS. We're not, we're not open to that. Everybody 45, 40 and younger... We're interested in Dr. Francis Cresswell and Claude Anderson, all that. We're not interested in the bought and paid for Negroes at the HBCU. We have no interest in listening to them niggas. We don't want to hear a chicken fried Sunday church sermon. We're not interested in that. We're not interested. Home. But a lot
10: of
11: a lot of us we we were here way before they even knew this country existed. That's right. So we are in our home. Africa is our home. This is our home. Anywhere we go is our home because black people originated everywhere. Everywhere. We I'm come on from everywhere. So anywhere that we go is our home. So you can't tell. Us Recording tomorrow. in progress. Yes. I right. say. I say. I say. I say. Anything else? Can I? You got something to say? Any money? I just want to say overall, the whole film was was a thousand. Like, I really, really love the whole film. I love our culture inside of it. I love how it shows how we're strong as black people because, you know, mostly whites and people see us as the bad people or the enemies and stuff when we do way better for ourselves and for our communities. um, I loved how we stayed, stood up for each other, protected each other in the film. I enjoyed the whole film. I say, I say, absolutely. I do. Good stuff. Thank you, Imani, you Gotta say, um, I I very much so enjoyed the film. It was it was great. I learned a lot. Um,
7: I learned about I
11: learned a lot of stuff that I haven't. I had known some of the stuff, but they just like talked about it more in detail, so I was both learning. And then um, I also wanted to uh, point out like um, like the other day I was talking to somebody and they were talking about like Indian mouths, that um, are here in Georgia, and um, and I was like, I was like, um, uh, do we have to do with anything with Black History? I'm like, no, not really. But I was like, uh, I was like, well, um, Black people, we were here, we were here in the Americas before the Americas or the Thirteen Colonies or anything like that. So I was just like, that's right. what just they right. like, that's what they say, and I was like, no, that's not what they say. That's what, that's what's true. That's right. I was like, there's a difference. That's right. There is a difference. We can find where we were here. That's great. Don't let anybody take you off your square. You're right.
0: So I went on the website for a a a Huru Academy. We always want to check paperwork. Um. Well, let me say this. Um. It looks like it's a private school. Quite a bit to look at. They do an online five days a week. Grades three to twelve. Um Let's see, student life, tuition and fees. Um, it looks like they got full time homeschool live feeds recorded classroom sessions. Let's see here. It's, it's not a lot of information and you could sign up and stuff like that. But like I said, I'm, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because we give a lot of these white institutions the benefit of the doubt. So all of these brothers and sisters where it looks like they they joined it. Like I say, I, I trust. Um. It looks like I'm not I'm not exactly sure they in South Carolina. I don't know where they're at, but uh, I, I, I'm going to trust them over any any white institution uh, that I hear about that hasn't really brought forth nothing for black folk. We need to be, um, we need to be teaching our kids, our history because with this whole banning of black history and all of this garbage, no, that ain't going to work. That's not going to work at all. So yeah, something, something worth checking out, something worth checking out. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah, we, we took we took a trip down memory lane, y'all. We're going to go ahead and close it out. Put this up on Spotify pretty soon. Don't fall for the snakes. Don't fall for Black Lives Matter corporate. Don't fall for the white liberals that want to make money off of black bodies. Don't do that. No reparations, no vote.